now I'm recording. So Good. let me let me send you the photo that Kathy sent me because Kathy yeah. was like, "Hey, I've got some stuff. Like, do you? I know you just moved into your new place. Like, I've got glasses and stuff like that. Do you want any?" And so she sends me this photo. All right. So what we got here? We got a cup of. We got a. <laughs> Wow. All right. So this is the selection. I guess Brandon had options. He had a crystalline mug that you can't tell the scale of in this picture, but Brandon just held it up to his head and it was as big as his head. Um, it's fucking huge. You, dude. You've it's got fucking a mark. huge. It's huge. So, yeah, I guess that just means that the other cups in this picture must also be huge because there's like a martini glass. But I can only imagine that that in real life, that's one of those like daiquiri one of those daiquiri glasses that's just deep and wide. And then there's one which can only be described as a vase. <laughs> that's not a cup. You should not be drinking out of that. That's a vase. If you look, it's literally, it looks like taller than the vase in the background behind it. Yeah. There's an actual vase in the background. Yeah, so when she sent us this photo, we were like, oh, we'll take, we'll take the mugs that like, you know, the big glass, like mug looking things. We're like, we'll take that. And she gave me a bag with like six of them. And it like it's taking up like an entire shelf of our cabinet <laughs> in our kitchen. Of course, they're huge. Yeah. And it's like when you look at it, like, yeah, like that martini glass must hold like an entire can of soda. Yeah. And that fucking tall glass next to it, the vase, that probably holds like three beers. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's. That vase is like one of those like Las Vegas like long like drink cups, except instead of made of plastic, it's it's made out of glass. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. It's you need a really long like silly straw to drink out of that. Yeah. There's this like bizarre thing that we noticed because like we went couch shopping, um, like a, like a like a real adult does shops for couches. Yeah. And what we noticed is is that there is like we went to and make sure you beep that out and there is uh <laughs> <laughs> they're not getting paid for this shit yeah no um and there's like 10 million oversized couches like big american couches yeah. like like it was like hilarious like we were like these couches are like like this couch is like two queen size mattresses pushed together um we found like one like reasonably sized couch and we bought it but we were kind of like hmm like what like those couches are like hilariously large like who is this even for you know like kathy's giving me these huge glasses i'm like is this some weird trend with boomers to have like all this like mondo oversized shit like everything they've tried to give me and all the stuff that i'm trying to be sold is like hilariously large i'm like yeah if yeah. i i could get a couch that would take up like most of my living room and could like comfortably sleep for but like yeah. it's a couch it doesn't need to do that you thought i thought you were gonna say there's some conspiracy where like you're just shrinking and over time you're gonna become smaller and smaller <laughs> these are just regular sized things and one day you're gonna step outside and a bird is gonna like land next to you and it's gonna like you're gonna be like that's the biggest fucking bird i've ever seen and it's just a crow <laughs> it's, this, it's just a regular sized crow this is like the scare this is really scary i feel like what you're trying to tell me <laughs> is that i'm gonna get like flowers for algernon but like when i was like a baby i was like so small that my mom like they were like he's never gonna be larger than like a foot and yeah. like and like and they're like but we have a this tiny experimental boy. pill and so they gave me the pill and i got like as tall as i am now and now i'm just gonna start shrinking for the rest of yeah. my life until i'm a fucking <laughs> garden gnome that's like duking yeah. it out with the crows 
Yeah, fucking ant manning. Ant manning every day and every night. Yeah, but I can't un ant man. I cannot un ant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's you're gonna go to the fucking positronic dimension or whatever happens to him, the quantum realm. <laughs> oh god. Get lost in the quantum realm. Fine. Just fighting and fucking mites and water bears. No. Oh, <laughs> god. I would allude to a water bear. <laughs> Happily. Gladly, I'd lose. Yeah, I'd gladly lose. Just take, just take, take me out, just dude. Take me, just <laughs> take me, water bear. Take Jesus. <laughs> this is uh, this is X Reader, the fan fiction and internet culture reading podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Michael. I'm Brandon, and uh, on this lovely rainy afternoon. We're going to be recording uh, a little treat for you, a nice little fan fiction episode for you. Um, so let's just jump right into it. I, uh, l- let's not jump right in. I just wanted to say really oh. quick, fucking, <laughs> it's like raining today, which was like incredibly uh-huh. unexpected. And it's, I see yeah. you looking out the window right now. It's like beautiful. Like I've got all the windows open um, and like, it's just, it's so nice. Like I just, you know, cause I don't know. It's been like probably like what, two years Three years since it rained, so... <laughs> Two years since the last drop of liquid has fallen from the sky. Yeah. So, and it's, like, been, like, so smoky because of the fucking mosquito. It's the name of the fire. The mosquito fire. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so, like... They're burning all the mosquitoes in California. I mean, thanks, Gavin which Newsom. Is, which is a good thing, but it has created a mosquito cloud. <laughs> which is traveling. <laughs> At an alarming rate. Um, it's just blood and burned mosquitoes, like, <laughs> carpeting the California desert. God. Fucking thanks, Gavin Newsom. But, yeah, no, it's just, like, really nice and, like, really pretty. I was, like, looking off my balcony because, like, I'm on, like, the sixth floor of my building. and so like Because <laughs> I'm get... rich and I have a balcony. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and, uh, fucking, um. Gazing I... upon the peasants, drinking out of my giant mug. Yeah, drinking <laughs> out of my gigantic mug. I only drink fucking San Pellegrinos now, now that I'm a rich man. <laughs> um. <laughs> I had the, I had the plumber come and hook up some Fiji water to my, to my fucking kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a direct Fiji line put in. Fucking. <laughs> I have a Voss dispensing fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I'm done with a Voss, I just throw it off my balcony into the communal pool. Um, Stop that! Stop throwing those! (laughs) (laughs) But who are you to stop me? And then they're like, like, I'm coming up there. I'm like, no. Don't. (laughs) Please don't. I like run inside. (laughs) He tries to open the door, but it hits your giant couch. He's like, what the hell is blocking the door? And it's like, I just went couch shopping. (laughs) I haven't unpacked it yet. Well, I'm going to come in there. I'm going to kick your ass. (laughs) I'm going to unpack you. (laughs) You fucking bitch. You tiny man. Oh my god! I like I like how that I like that I'm like looking over my balcony, and then he realizes once he sees me through the door that I was standing on a step stool, just yeah. to like look over the railing. I was just gonna say I was like looking over the balcony, and I saw like the rain cloud like take the Bay Area, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Brandon needs two two hands to drink his mug. I dude, it like hurts to pick it up with like one hand, like. <laughs> Like, call me a, a, a weak bitch, because I am, but, like, it fucking, 
I feel like every tendon in my arm, like about to snap, just trying to pick. I mean, like, you know, there's like fucking to fill this mug. I had to run it under the sink for like 26 seconds. <laughs> so there's like a lot of water in here. <laughs> this is a what is what does SpongeBob say? We was like, this is a, a masculine thirst. No, whatever like, he says. I think he just says this is is like he's uh, like this is a massive no mighty thirst. I think he says Mighty Thirst. How do you feel about SpongeBob, Brandon? I really like SpongeBob. I like SpongeBob a lot. When uh, COVID hit, I was like getting really high like all day, every day. And yeah. so big I big change from the normal way Brandon lives <laughs> his life. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and so like I was watching SpongeBob again. And so I like started watching like random episodes from like the first like three or four seasons. Yeah, the classics. And, yeah, and I was like, like, because, like, you know, of course, like, it is a kid's show, but, like, it really holds up. Like, it really, really holds up. And, like, so much of the humor is, like, so well-written and so funny and so good. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, like, you know, it's great to, like, really be able to understand all the jokes that were put in there for parents, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you even talked about it, like when like Squilliam is like mocking Squidward before they go out to like play in the <laughs> play in the stands, and he's like he's like talking about the fans. He's like, I hope they brought lots of ibuprofen. That's 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 great. Yeah, it's been a while since I've actually gone back and watched um, any large amount of the show. On on random occasions, I'll have like an inkling to like watch like a, a very particular episode, and they're like 10, 11 minutes long, so you can just like you know consume that pretty quickly and it just get your fix but you know it has been it probably not since high school have I actually sat down and like you know like in order of any kind like actually watched the show um not that you really need to because it is episodic it's not like there's a a through line or anything you're not following a story really you know you're you're a little bit younger than me you're not like much younger than me but what is your like relationship with SpongeBob like besides just, you know, like, you know, you it's a good show. You, you know, watch it when you're in stoner mode. But like, like, did you is that a show that you grew up watching or is or were you watching other cartoons when you were a kid? Um, I watched a fuck ton of SpongeBob when I was a kid and it was still like a very big deal, like when the SpongeBob movie came out. And I was like yeah. old enough that like when the SpongeBob movie came out, like was still like very aware of everything going on. Like there's there's like, you know, for sure those cartoons in my memory that are like, I know I watched that show a lot. I don't remember a fucking thing about it or ever yeah. talking to anybody about it. But like I know I watched, you know, hundreds of damn it is raining like a motherfucker. Watched like hundreds of hours of it. Um but yeah, no, I watched uh, like a metric fuck ton of SpongeBob. Like pretty much any time it was on TV, I was <laughs> a watching nautical, it. a nautical ton of SpongeBob. Yeah, dude, as much as I could fucking, as much as I could get, you know, get my fix. There was like, yeah. um, because like I remember talking to you and Jordan about this. But even though we're like one year difference in age, like there's like entire cartoons that you guys watched as kids that I completely missed. Like comp- well, that's why I ask, because, like, I think the older you get, and it, I think this comes up a lot when you're talking about, like, 
dating age differences. Like sometimes you'll see people online complain like about celebrities and they'll be like, oh, this male celebrity, whoever, he's 50 years old, but his wife is 40. I'm like the difference between like someone who's 50 and someone who's 40 is a way smaller difference than the difference between someone who's like 18 and someone who's 16. The older you get, the smaller every year matters. You know what I mean? Because it's 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 percentages, right? Like it becomes less and less of a significant portion of your life one year. When you're talking about like early childhood experiences and cartoons are a huge part of that, at least in the West, I think it does make a big difference. Like the media you consume, especially when like, so many cartoons will last like one season. Like as a kid, you don't realize it, but like there are so many cartoons that I like grew up with and felt like, oh, I watched that for years. And I look it up and it's like, this show ran for like two seasons and there's a grand total of 25 episodes. And you're like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. And then there's shows like SpongeBob or like Fairly Odd Parents is another example that just ran for literal decades. And in SpongeBob's case is literally still going, you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. that SpongeBob's like still going, and that it's like also like changed so much. Because um, like you know, um, you see clips. I see clips and stuff of like you know new SpongeBob episodes. Like the animation is completely different. Like the voices sound different because like I mean th that happens with like literally all voice actors and every like long-standing voice acting show, um, and. Uh, but, like, just the humor, the animation, like, everything's, like, very different. And, you know, because, like, I grew up watching Spongebob and I expect Spongebob to be a certain way and now I'm an old fart. Like, of course I will tell you, like, the new Spongebob is trash. Like, yeah. through my bias. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but um, it's, like, crazy that it's still going. Because I think it's, isn't Spongebob the longest running one of all time? Like at this point, like Western. Cartoon? I think it's still the Simpsons is still the longest. It might be it might be the longest running like like children's cartoon of all time. Um, if you don't count stuff like Sesame Street, I guess that's not really a cartoon. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the longest children's cartoon of all time. Um, at least the only one that I know of. There might be some like obscure like. A French cartoon or like I'm sure there's some like Chinese anime that has been running since like the 40s or something that like you know like barely counts because like there was only one TV channel you know when that show came out you know but yeah it's uh it's definitely a cultural phenomenon and a as much as I agree with you in that like the show has definitely changed for the worse I think I think the Simpsons is a really apt comparison because if you talk to people who are into the Simpsons They'll tell you that, like, yeah, I love The Simpsons. Seasons, like, two through eight are, like, bangers, and the rest is trash. And then you look it up, and you're like, we're on season, like, 35 of The Simpsons right now. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I don't know what's happened in the last 20 years that you just stopped watching, but I kind of get it. Because, like, yeah, when the people who made the show are no longer making the show, and they've had, like, kids, and those kids have grown up, and now, like, other people are making the show... You know, of course, it's going to be different. You know, it's not the same show anymore. Yeah. It's just got the same like paint job, basically. Yeah, but the, yeah, exactly. Like all the people behind it and making it happen are just different. Just yeah, they're different or gone, you know. Yeah. Well, that brings us to today's fan fiction, Brandon, because we are talking about SpongeBob. I knew I knew you were going to say that because you asked me out of nowhere. You did it slightly, but like the second you started talking about SpongeBob, I was like, oh, shit, we're going to read a SpongeBob fan fiction. Yeah. 
We are. Gang. Well, actually, you're going to read a SpongeBob fan fiction, and I'm going to provide, um, you know, emotional support. Um, <laughs> Michael, this you is know a... I can't read. <laughs> Brian's getting his grandma glasses on. Yeah, if I have to read, I got to put on my, my readers. <laughs> I'm so old this now. is a... How old? 20, Ballpark. 20, 20, older than 25. <laughs> Younger than 80. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have anxiety. Uh, we're reading a, this is a four part, like a four chapter fan fiction on Wattpad, which we've done a number of fan fictions on in the past. Um, this is a uh, SpongeBob fan fiction that is all about Mr. Krabs. Oh, geez. It is by author Cummy Crab. Both of those words are spelled with a K. And the fan fiction is called Cummy Crab. So it's very on brand, I suppose. All right. <laughs> Fucking let's let's get into it. Um, <laughs> let's rock. <laughs> are you ready to rock? All right. Let me. Oh, God. Cummy Crab. Uh, his profile picture is Dora the Explorer in a hospital bed hooked up to a ventilator. <laughs> and the photo for Cummy Crab, like as a um, fan fiction novel, oh my God, 2,000 views, is uh, that one, at one point in SpongeBob where they put, you know, Mr. Krabs in a, a BDSM suit. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's good stuff. All right. Um, it was a long day of managing the Krusty Krab, and Mr. Krabs was locking the doors and began to head home. On his drive home, his mind started wandering. He thought about SpongeBob and his holes that just screamed, Fuck me. <laughs> Soon enough, he was hard as a rock. Mr. Krabs decided to make a detour to SpongeBob's house. Oh, he's got the appetites. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Man, nothing like, you know, boss closing up fucking work and he's just like driving home like, I'm going to make a detour to go fuck my subordinate. Um, <laughs> um, I was f fucking my employees all day at work and now I'm going to go home and fuck them at their house. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. It's called capitalism, baby. Hell yeah. Um, Krusty Krab unfair. <laughs> so, Mr. Krab. Is this where the fun fair is? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Mr. Krabs? SpongeBob asked, rubbing his eyes now that he was awoken from his slumber. Fucking your boss shows up at your door, wakes you up? What are you doing here? He asked, and Mr. Krabs pushed through SpongeBob to get into his home. <laughs> Can't check up on me, best worker? He asked. SpongeBob eyed him suspiciously. Eugene had never done this before. <laughs> You can. Just odd that you did this at... He looked at the clock. 2 a.m., he said. And Mr. Krabs sighed. Arr. He locks... So so Mr. Krabs locks up at 2 a.m. Or like 1.30 a.m.? I mean, I, I imagine... Well, remember, there was the like 24-hour episode. You know, like... <laughs> Give like, it up for day five! <laughs> <laughs> 
That's one of the few like modern episodes of SpongeBob that makes me laugh is the is that one yeah. where he's just ringing the bell and he's just like day seven, give it up for day seven. <laughs> yeah, that one was good. There was a lot of good COVID memes using that that format too. There was so oh many good COVID memes using that so format. So depressing, truly. <laughs> Well, how late do we think the Krusty Krab is normally open? I would say like 11 or midnight. Okay. So you think he's there an extra two hours to like count his money? Yeah. Count his money, clean, clean. I don't know. Like when I worked at Red Robin, like we would like close the doors <laughs> at like 11 and it would take like a solid hour and a half for anybody to get yeah. out of there. So like I think restaurants just take like a long ass time to uh, to like clean up and, you know. I, I, I've, I've worked at quite a few restaurants in my day but most of the time i have been either a like a kitchen worker like someone who doesn't necessarily have to close or i've been someone who's working at a place that like doesn't have customers like staying there long term so the second like it strikes 11 or whatever or 10 you lock that fucking door. You know what I mean? No one's getting back in here. You know? Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. that's what it was like at Baskin Robbins, where it was just like, there was like this weird phenomenon where like we had like fudge Sundays, like, and the Sundays was like a, it was like an apparatus. So it was like a warmer that warmed up like the marshmallow fluff and the fudge, like in one machine, but like in separate little like vats. And it had like a nut holder and like a banana device. And it just was all like self contained. The Sunday and the first- apparatus. It was a Sunday, yeah, it was the Sunday apparatus, the, the, the grand Sunday contraption. And um, without fucking fail, every time I closed, and this was like, it became like a running joke amongst the me and the Asians, which was just that within like 30 minutes of closing, 20, 15 minutes of closing, a group of people would come in. And when I say group, I mean like six to 10 people would come in, like in a group, and they all wanted Sundays. And so it became this thing where it was like, you want to put the Sunday stuff away first because no one ever orders a goddamn Sunday. And it's like, you have to put it away differently. You have to like put it away, like cool everything, swab the deck, put the chairs <laughs> up, wipe everything down, all that stuff. But without fail, I would always have to get the goddamn the machine (laughs) out again and warm everything back up like a whole goddamn soccer team would come in and they'd all want Sundays. And I'm like, what were you guys doing? It's 10 o'clock. It's nine. It's nine fifty two. And you guys and all six of you want an ice cream sundae with chocolate fudge and marshmallow fucking animals. What have you done to what, what warrants yeah, this? What, what have you done today that you deserve a fucking banana split at, at 948 p.m.? All right, I'm going to get back into it. Okay, so I'll just read the last one before it. Last sentence before I stop. You can. Just odd that you did this at, he looked at the clock, 2 a.m., he said. And Mr. Crab sighed. Err, fine. You caught me. Oh, I thought I had a good Mr. Krabs for a second there, and now it's gone. Um, Yours is uh, better than mine, so. Fine, you. Uh, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do his warm up exercises. Yeah. SpongeBob, SpongeBoy, me Bob. <laughs> All right. <laughs> your, your Mr. Krabs is Scottish for some reason. <laughs> fine, you caught me. He looked at SpongeBob. You've been teasing me all day, and I need you, SpongeBob, <laughs> he explained. And SpongeBob looked at him confused. Um, what do you mean? He asked. 
He came closer to his boss and put an arm around him. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew Brandon was gonna laugh at this. <laughs> Your holes, boy. They've, they've been teasing me all day. He bit the mouth part of his shell. I just really need some form of release. Could you do your boss a favor? He pleaded. SpongeBob thought this over for a moment. I don't know, Mr. Krabs. Haven't you ever heard that work and romance don't mix? <laughs> this isn't romance, SpongeBob. Just a bit of pleasure. I can get ye off, he suggested. <laughs> SpongeBob almost declined. Almost. He hadn't gotten off in such a long time. He couldn't say no. His long, skinny penis, parentheses, similar to his nose, and parentheses, was begging for attention. So, he simply nodded. Given, <laughs> ever been asked, like, someone asks you to fuck them, and you just kind of like, all right, give them a nod, like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever, why not, I guess. Yeah, make it quick. <laughs> so, he simply nodded. As soon as he nodded, Mr. Krabs was hungrily kissing him. Thank you, you boy. <laughs> Knew I could count on me best worker. I think you need to put more gruffness into it. <clears throat> Thank you, boy. Knew I could count on me best worker. Yeah, that's a lot better. There you go. Because right, he's, he's a pirate. That's that's the thing. He's a, got a pirate voice. Right. Sponge boy, me Bob. <laughs> Sponge boy, me Bob. Um, he said, and SpongeBob blushed and smiled. SpongeBob kissed him back, and it slowly got more passionate and deeper. Mr. Krabs knew that the need for release wasn't one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Brandon's face as he, every once in a while he realizes what he's reading and he laughs. SpongeBob needed it just as bad as he did. Mr. Krabs took SpongeBob's hand and brought it down to his jeans. See what your holes did to me, me boy? He growled, pressing Spongebob's hand into his bulg. <laughs> Spongebob's shivered in response. I'm going to need you to take care of what you started, he hissed. And Spongebob's nodded nervously. Well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Do it! <laughs> Mr. Krabs is so much older than the regular Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I think I'm mixing him up with Patrick a little bit. Um, yeah. SpongeBob shakily unbuttoned Mr. Krabs' pants and pulled down his briefs. His erect dick sprung out, and SpongeBob gasped when he saw the size of it. I never pinned you down to be this big, SpongeBob gasped. <laughs> Mr. Krabs laughed in response. Get to work, boy! <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully your work ethic in the Krusty Krab translates here, he said, and Spongebob shuddered. He so badly wanted to please his boss on every level. Spongebob shakily brought his head down to Mr. Krab's hard penis and started working it with his mouth. <laughs> Oi, fuck! Mr. <laughs> Mr. Krabs gasped and grabbed Spongebob by his holes. <laughs> Keep doing that, yeah! Yeah, keep, I can't. Yeah, keep. <laughs> keep it's it an up, old, baby. It's an old Scottish man. It's yeah. not. It's not Mr. Krabs. <laughs> keep, keep it up, baby. 
he said. SpongeBob continued the quick movements until he heard Mr. Krabs let out a string of curse words, and his cock twitched in his mouth. That was so good, boy. Are ye ready for your turn? He asked. SpongeBob nodded. I need to hear you say it. <laughs> we love like the, the like you know strong checks of consent right yeah everybody's like, taken care of here yeah this is There's, a safe place there is no abuse of power no spongebob isn't a child he's not no, no. um he's a professional he cooks burgers all day and he sucks crab dick all night yeah dude um yes mr Krabs, i want you i need you Get a hold of yourself, Eugene. (laughs) (laughs) He called out, and Mr. Krabs smirked. He undid his tie and belt and slowly took off his pants. When he did... He's wearing wearing his tie and belt? Didn't he wake up? Isn't it 2 a.m.? Wouldn't he be wearing, like... What's SpongeBob wear to bed? Doesn't he have, like... Yeah, he just wears the underwear, I thought. Yeah, just briefs. In one episode, I'm pretty sure... No, I might be mixing up with Squidward. Squidward's the one who wears the fucking Victorian nightgown with <laughs> yeah. the little candle. <laughs> yeah, Squidward dresses like fucking Ebenezer Scrooge when he goes to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he did, SpongeBob wasn't wearing any underwear. <laughs> this is dirty, dirty whore. He <laughs> muttered, <laughs> and SpongeBob chuckled. Die, 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 Mr. Krabs took his hand and started to pump his dick. Mr. Krabs, he stammered, (laughs) encouraging Mr. Krabs. He brought his mouth down and easily took in the two and a half inch dick into his mouth. Fuck. How do I say I'm going to come in SpongeBob's voice? Like, I don't have that audio in my brain to pull out. Okay. I'm going to come, Eugene. He said, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, this is, this is a professional SpongeBob. Yeah. (laughs) Soon the sweet liquid unloaded into his mouth and he swallowed it whole. (laughs) That was fun, me boy. (laughs) Thanks for helping me out. He said, and SpongeBob smiled. You're definitely the employee of the month. He winked and walked out of the pineapple. Do you think SpongeBob's, do you think he comes dish soap? <laughs> I mean, that's sweet liquid. Oh, yeah, probably. Because, right? like, when, he, when he's sick, when he's sick, he gets all, you know, he gets the suds. And, like, uh, you know, his body produces, I think, dish soap like mucus. Yeah. And, you know, the penis is a mucus membrane. And so I think he's, you know, producing um, sudsy soaps. The thing that I like about this. His fanfic. Sorry, I got caught off guard by reading the description of Cummy Crab, which was he was sexy as fuck and everyone wanted him. Um, <laughs> well, um, you're not done yet. We've still got a we've still got a couple more chapters. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yes. Well, I was gonna say if this is chapter one, the this thing is that chapter I, one. Well, actually, if this is just chapter one, then it nullifies what I was going to say. So. I was just going to say it's like the story ends at the nut, you know? Both of them nut, and then it's over. And that's kind of like real life. That's wholesome, yeah. Yeah. It's like everybody, you know, everybody does what they needed to do, and now the monkey, the monkey ape gorilla part of their brain has turned off. So it's, uh, you know, back to business. Mr. Krabs is going to go back to, you know, his fucking anchor that he lives in. SpongeBob is going to... um, (laughs) 
sleep with what he'd done. Yeah. Um, not This was not, you know, this was very evidently the first time that they did this. Yeah, something snapped in Mr. Krabs' brain. <laughs> He's got the appetites. Why did you suck my dick, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> <laughs> because, boy. <laughs> you needed it. <laughs> you needed it. You needed it. Okay, I clicked on next post. I see now. I love how this guy uh, has never capitalized anything. Um, <laughs> He's never capitalized anything in his entire life. His keyboard doesn't have a shift, and it doesn't have caps lock. <laughs> no response. Brandon's uh, catatonic. I was just really thinking about what you said. Chapter two. The next day at work, SpongeBob kept giving Mr. Crab suggestive glances. He couldn't help but cringe. He was more of a fucking duck kind of guy. Never felt the same person. Tw- never fucked the same person twice. So he brushed SpongeBob off like, sorry, dog. I got my nut. You are. <laughs> Get back to work, SpongeBob. <laughs> there was a knock on Mr. Crab's office door. Come in, he yelled and quickly reminded himself to continue counting his money later. Ah, true to form. Mr. Krabs. Squidward shyly started. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Look how your, hand, your head is just in your hands. Well, I just like, I like how, oh, like, Brandon's, Brandon's, like, Russian dub of Spongebob, where all the voices are, like, slightly wrong. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Squidward Squidward shyly started Mr. Krabs hummed in response I heard what you (laughs) (laughs) Um, I heard what you did with Spongebob yesterday He said And Mr. Krabs gasped This wasn't supposed to get out It would ruin him (laughs) Squidward (laughs) You can't tell anyone He called out And Squidward smirked on one condition, Mr. Krabs braced himself. He hoped it wasn't a raise. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you have to fuck my tight ass with my clarinet, <laughs> he said. Mr. Krabs let out a breath he didn't know he was holding in. Yeah, and then he walks over the desk and it's just like... <laughs> it's just like that that Squidward walking sound. <laughs> thought you thought you were gonna ask for a raise. <laughs> he sighed in relief, and Squidward laughed. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Maybe next time. He smirked. But I have my clarinet here. <laughs> he said and pulled it out from behind his back. I wonder where he was hiding it. <laughs> 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 he came toward Mr. Krabs and wiped his knickknacks off his desk. He then got on top of the desk and went on his hands and knees. Man, just straight for it, assume the position. As if Mr. Krabs wasn't fucking Squidward hard enough already. <laughs> Mr. Krabs rubbed his claws together happily and brought his mouth down to his anus. <laughs> he, <laughs> he spit on it and brought his claw back up to it to lube it up. Are ye ready, Squiddy? He asked. <laughs> And Squidward was only able to nod. Quickly, he handed over the clarinet, and Mr. Krabs studied it for a moment. The clarinet is really sharp. I feel like this is not this is not a good toy for this activity. Oh yeah, no, dude. Clarinet is an incredibly sharp object. <laughs> it's just it's just like unless you're using the wide end, 
And then that can't be pleasant either. No, it's just no possibility of pleasantry whatsoever. Are you ready, Squiddy? (laughs) (laughs) What happened next is a moment Squidward will always cherish. Mr. Krabs slowly brought the clarinet toward his ass and shoved it in gently. Squidward called out in pain. (laughs) Anal virgin! (laughs) Mr. Krabs laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he said, and adjusted himself. (laughs) Okay. I'm good. Keep going, he urged him on. Mr. Krabs continued to pump it in and out, going faster and faster. Shit, right there, Krabs, right there. Mr. Krabs shushed him. (laughs) The business was (laughs) open and there were people outside, but nonetheless, he continued pumping him. The clarinet kept hitting his prostate. The clarinet kept hitting his prostate. The clarinet kept hitting his prostate. And the pleasure was unbelievable. Poor Squidward doesn't know fucking Mr. Mr. Krabs is a pump and dump kind of guy. (laughs) Fucking. I mean, this is really just charity work, you know, for Mr. Krabs. I mean, for Squidward right now. I'm going to, he said, but was cut off when he became undone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Fucking <laughs> Mr. In, in Squidward's eyes, it was just fucking like that TV static. Like yeah. from like TVs when we were kids. <laughs> like, like the cosmic background radiation yeah. static. It just He's just seeing the cosmos. He's yeah. just seeing the stars and the sun and the Milky Way. Oh, God. He came undone. Yeah. That's cataclysmic. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, it said in there, what was it? Uh, What happened next in a moment, Squidward will always cherish. Mr. Krabs pumped even faster, helping him ride down from his high. He took out the clarinet and handed it to Squidward. Squidward, do you know what this is? A very dirty dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Stay in here until you can walk again. Mr. Krabs chuckled, (laughs) making his way over to the door. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. That's how it ends. That's, that's, uh. Squidward's, we don't even hear a last word from Squidward. I guess because he's undone. Yeah, he has become (laughs) undone, dude. Mr. Krabs leaves the room and he's just like, I'm all alone. (laughs) Alone. (laughs) Alone. (laughs) Alone. Alone. Before we move on, um, there's one more thing we're going to read today. This is technically a four. Oh, Oh, okay. Sorry. Go on. This is technically a four chapter fan fiction. We're only going to read three of the chapters um, just for the sake of timing. And uh, as you can see, they're relatively consistent. So um, we're going to skip the third chapter and go right to the fourth. But um, so far, where's your head at, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I didn't know that Mr. Krabs was such a hot commodity around these parts. Like, you know, in the show, he's made out to be such a like an old cheaps, cheapskate, old, nasty cheapskate, you know, and yet... Uh, he's having to bat him off like flies with clarinets. Fucking bat clarinet him off like flies. You know what I mean? Fucking he's, uh, <laughs> uh it's just, uh, it's, the analogy it's, uh, doesn't work, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. 
you know, went for a pun, failed, whatever. Um, take the L. <laughs> went for a layup, missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just shocked because when I started reading this, uh, th- this this <laughs> chapter two and Squidward like came in and was like busted. I was like, oh, this is going to take a turn. Like Krabs is going to have to answer for his actions. Um, instead, he's just a fucking gigolo. He's just a fucking man whore. Just fucking fucking everyone we're at 40 minutes let's let's read all four chapters we have enough time all of these are about the same length let's do yeah. all four you want to yeah. do all four? Oh, i'm, I'm hip to it brother I'm all hip right to it, let brother, me man. let me get and, up and just for a second like, 10 minutes of us recording 15 minutes was just shooting the shit yeah let me let me go get a let me go get a cookie and i'll be right back all right i'm gonna dig into this reese's cup <laughs> reese's cup reese's cup Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Eat them up, eat them up, eat them up. Oh, damn, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> Talking to the cat? <clears throat> All right, so three. Ch- chapter three of Cummy Crab. Mr. Krabs, SpongeBob asked, walking into his office. Can you do me a favor? How, why can't I... <laughs> can you do me... Uh, I can't do it. Can you do me a favor? He asked. Mr. Krabs braces himself, expecting SpongeBob to ask him to fuck him again. <laughs> I like yes, how boy, when, what is it? When Squidward came in, he was worried Squidward was going to ask for a raise. And when SpongeBob came in, he was worried SpongeBob wanted more dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you watch Gary after work today? I really have to take a driver's test, he explained. Mr. Krabs let out a sigh of relief. Of course, boy. I'll get there right after work. Mr. Krabs was currently walking into SpongeBob's house, with SpongeBob walking next to him. Gary slithered over and meowed. Meow. And Mr. Krabs took note of his snail lips. Good for sucking. Maybe we should have skipped chapter three. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. No, you don't know where this is going. That could just be an observation he's making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you basically just need to keep an eye on him. Doesn't need to be fed until I get home, SpongeBob explained. Mr. Krabs nodded. When do you think you'll be home? He questioned. SpongeBob shrugged. Two hours at most, he said. Thanks so much, Mr. Krabs. He called back to him and walked out of the house. Please don't fuck Gary. He can't consent. It's like getting your dog high. He and fucking consent. him. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike more literally, it's like fucking a dog. Yeah. Christ. Meow. Mr. Krabs walked towards the living area, and Gary followed him over. He looked Mr. I just uh, the reason I laughed right there is cuz in my head I just heard the sound that Gary makes when he like moves like across like the floor. Oh yeah. I've been like I've been imagining every time Mr. Krabs walks anywhere the little like the little noise he makes as well so it's good he looked mr krabs up and down and did what sounded like a suggestive meow mr krabs brushed it off (laughs) he sat in the armchair (laughs) located in front of the tv and turned it on he settled on the news channel gary was getting impatient now he wanted to see what the hype was about so he wanted to Oh my god, I couldn't keep it together. Fucking everybody, dude, Mr. Krabs is the talk of the town. Give it everybody fucking 
mondo orgasms <laughs> fucking thermonuclear nuts just these uh, fucking undoing people left and right yeah squidward is still undone in the office yeah fucking. they locked up after work and he's still there yeah just laying there fucking he wanted to see what the hype was about so he wanted to try mr Krabs' dick spongebob was non-stop talking about how bomb dick was and gary was jealous to say the least so he tried to seductively meow again. Meow. He added a purr. Mr. Krabs looked at him and pet his shell. Good man, Mr. Krabs. Don't fuck, don't fuck him. Do not fuck Gary the snail. Do not fuck Gary the snail. Gary was becoming angry. This isn't the attention he wants. He wanted to suck that crusty shell dick. And he was going to do it one way or another. Meow. He tried again. Mr. Krabs smirked at him. Oi, you want this, Snaily? <laughs> he asked and pointed to his crotch. Gary became excited. You do, he said. Gary blinked a few times. <laughs> Blink. <laughs> and purred. Let's see what those snail lips can do then. He started to unbutton his pants and pulled off his briefs. SpongeBob wasn't exaggerating at the size of his dick. Can I see those pretty lips in action? Mr. Krabs asked. Gary purred. He needed it in his mouth. And that, we'll pause for a second. That, Gary needed it in his mouth. That line has 17 comments. <laughs> oh, me, oh wow. It really does. Quiet Pie says, is this bestiality? <laughs> I guess not because he's a crab. <laughs> They're all just saying, oh, my God. Oh, God. I've read three other stories that do this crying face. Well, Eliza Bratt on YouTube, maybe you need to stop reading fucking s depraved SpongeBob porn, you fucking freak. Yeah. Unless she's just talking about, like, fucking people's pets, which in that case, the FBI needs to be called. <laughs> no, I think Eliza Bratt's talking about SpongeBob fan fictions. <laughs> All right, good. They're on standby. Mm -hmm. I got... Okay, so really quick detour here. Mm -hmm. Um... So do we think in this universe, Mr. Krabs is gay? Because so far, it's only been Squidward and and SpongeBob. Um, I think he's just going for like what's easiest, you know? Like I, he's probably, I mean, he's got to be bi. And dude, who knows? Maybe chapter four, it's fucking Sand. Oh God, I was about to say maybe it's Sandy. It's going to be Patrick. I mean, he could be gay, but like, I think he's just kind of like a fuck anything that he can kind of guy you know yeah some people you know mr krabs is definitely a fuck boy of bikini bottom one could say a fuck man a fuck a crab fuck, man. fuck crab um <laughs> well the only reason i i guess i guess so so he wanted to bang spongebob fine he wanted his holes yeah but he wanted them because i think he was like fucking like dangerously horny like mr krabs needed to get put in horny jail that night <laughs> I mean, he needs to be put in regular jail if he's about to fuck someone's cat. But, um, agreed. Sponge with uh, Squidward, it was more transactional. Squidward was just like, "I won't tell, I won't tell anyone if you fuck my ass, Mister Krabs." But Mister Krabs, <laughs> leave a comment if you think Mister Krabs is gay. Well, I think he's gay. <laughs> okay, he's doing a lot of gay shit. Mr. Krabs bent down to Gary's level, and Gary made his way over. <laughs> At the speed of a snail, he licked his lips when he became Lightning level. Larry Luciano! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's losing control! 
That's a fucking. That's the episode I'm gonna watch after this. That's a fucking great episode. That episode is great. He licked his lips when he became level with his dick and let out a sigh. He kissed the tip teasingly. Mr. Krabs let out a low, gravelly moan, but glared at him too. Gary took that as a get to work, snail, and continued to work his magic. He took the rest of his penis in his mouth. He bobbed his head, bobbed his head up and down. He's a snail on the ground. He doesn't ground. have a head. Yeah. <laughs> on the gra- on the ground. Luckily, he didn't have a gag reflex. I mean, why? In the show, he's got like a fucking, you know, mammalian mouth with a tongue. Um, got a, luckily, snail, a snail blowjob's got to be just the worst. Just so slow. That's yeah. not good. No, it's no just, way. You're not, you're, you're... It would, you would not feel anything. It would just be so slow. It's like soaking. <laughs> God. You ever yeah. heard of soaking? <laughs> oh, me? Of course. Soaking, hump jumping. Dude, M lived in fucking St. George, Utah for like four months. Yeah. There was like nothing but Mormons. So yeah, There was nothing there was, but soaking. <laughs> there was nothing but soaking. And there was butt soaking. Yeah, which is not what it sounds like. It's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, should I explain what soaking is? for? Yeah, anybody? go ahead and tell the... For those who don't know, explain what soaking is. So soaking and hump jumping are interrelated. We'll start with soaking. Soaking is a thing that Mormons or LDS, Latter-day Saints, folk do where um, unmarried, typically young couples, the man will uh, insert himself into the woman and just uh, hang out and not move. Just sit there in that wet and soak. And so that's where (laughs) soaking comes from. Now, hump jumping is where when you've got a couple who is soaking on the bed they will get one of their friends to jump on the bed so that that way they get like that movement of like going in and out but like the man is not moving his hips the woman is not moving her hips and michael's got his head in his hands right now and this is all real i'm not making this shit up the thing that i love the most about soaking and hump jumping is how it feels is how, is how does it feel? Oh, tell me how does it what feels. Is, cr- feels great. <laughs> how it feels to chew five gum. Just a man and a woman unmoving. Yeah, <laughs> laying on a bed. Fucking I had, I had, I had, I, I knew about, <laughs> I knew about soaking. I've never heard about hump jumping. That's new to me. I know that. I know that soaking. Like obviously, that's cheating, right? Like if you believe. That premarital sex is a sin. Like deluding yourself into thinking that soaking is somehow like a loophole. Like somehow God is like, no, that's a okay. Like God's not an idiot. He fucking knows what you're doing. You know what I mean? He's if if sex is cheating, then that's if if sex is a sin, then soaking is also a sin. And if anything, hump jumping, which I just learned about just now, that's just you're. You're not, that's not a loophole. You're breaking the rule. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, just get married or, or just have regular sex. Don't, <laughs> don't do what that is. Cause that's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb and a waste of time. I love, yeah. I love hearing about all the stuff that like Mormons do to like try and get around the rules. You know, it's really yeah. funny. Cause it's like, isn't it convenient that God has so many loopholes? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
That's what I'm saying, though. It's like, yeah. if if God really cared about premarital sex to the extent that they believe he does, then he definitely is not going to, like, let that slide. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, but they're not letting it slide. Yeah, that's true. They're soaking. <laughs> yep. God. Um. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> back to our... Um, gay spongebob fan fiction um yeah he didn't have a gag reflex oh so he was able to take it all of it in his mouth he started purring so it would cause vi- vibrations that like made me ill to read that for whatever reason like <laughs> everything that has happened didn't make like make my stomach do a little wave but that yeah. did yeah he started purring so it would cause vibrations Mr. Krabs gasped and let his head fall back at this. <laughs> Fucking, oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine the rage you would fly into if you let someone watch your cat for an afternoon and you came back and they were, he was getting his dick sucked by your cat? You would, I would kill a man. <laughs> I, would, I would kill that man. Oh, I would kill that man, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, and not just getting his dick sucked, but like loving it that much. <laughs> <Just be> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Head back becoming undone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Christ. <sighs> Mr. Krabs gasped and let his head fall back at this. He looked so good when he was in a state of pure pleasure. I assume, is that Gary saying that? Is Gary saying like, wow, Mr. Krabs looks so good when he's, you know, when I'm undoing him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess that's suddenly from Gary's POV. Yeah. <laughs> POV Gary sucking <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> Christ. Fuck, fuck Gary. Fucking he moaned out, you're going to make good old Krabs come. Moments after that, Mr. Krabs became undone. <laughs> is this is this is this common is this common uh, terminology that you've ever heard? Have you ever heard someone coming described as becoming undone? <laughs> no, I've never heard of that ever. I've never heard of that either. The only time I've um heard i've become undone is in the sweater song by weezer but that's because you know if you want to destroy my sweater pull this string as i walk away something something i'll soon be naked lying on the floor lying on the floor i've become undone because his entire sweater was pulled off his body so that's where i've heard i've become undone all right Mr. Krabs became undone. Thanks, Gary, he said. He got up and pat his head and walked to the armchair again, little legs clacking on the floor. <clears throat> SpongeBob came back only minutes later, tears streaming down his face. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> Before we go on to our final chapter, I just want to I want you get you grab your analysis one last time. Sure. So our characterization of Bikini Bottom is one that's obviously a little, uh, little pent up, a little sex starved. But do we think Mr. Krabs here is a, is Mr. Krabs a hero or is he a villain, or is he, or is he just simply a, 
a a cog in the machine. How would you how would you characterize Mr. Krabs in this story? Besides the fact that he has now fucked both of his subordinates and one of his subordinates' cat when he entrusted his cat, his cat's safety and well-being to his boss. Mm-hmm. Besides that, <laughs> Mr. Krabs is already a fucking villain <laughs> and always has been. Except like in this, in yeah. this reality, it's like even worse because he's a monster. He's fucking everyone and leaving them. He's fucking people. He's fucking. <laughs> he's fucking everybody. He's fucking their pets. He must be stopped. What's he going to fuck next? He needs to be stopped. <laughs> I don't know. This is the horniest version of Bikini Bottom where everybody's just like, I don't know. I got to take what I can get. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did Squidward really have to go in like never had a clarinet up his ass before? The only person who can give me this is good old Mr. Krabs, my good old <laughs> Eugene. He ruined his clarinet and his ass. Yeah, <laughs> and his. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, no, no, Mr. Krabs is for sure uh, nothing short of a villain. I don't have. A, I'm. You'll find no disagreements from me. I just wanted to see what your. Uh what your professional take on the situation was. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. I see why you initially went with skipping chapter three. <laughs> chapter four. Yeah. It was a nice afternoon. Not too hot and not too cold. A perfect day for taking a long walk to rethink your life. And that's exactly what Mr. Krabs was doing. <laughs> he needs it. He needs to rethink his life. He needs to atone for his sins. Fucking... Yeah. He was walking past a cave when he heard a lot of rustling. Whatever's in that cave is getting fucked. Like, <laughs> oh my. Well, let's not let's not jump to conclusions, Brandon. What the heck, Mister Krabs thought out loud. That uh, means he said it out loud. He continued walking past the large <laughs> cave, but the rustling continued. Mister Krabs couldn't contain his curiosity, so he made his way over there with his little legs clacking as he did so. <laughs> Um, I like that, like, the, that's been mentioned now, like, twice. <laughs> yeah, back to back. Yeah. Mr. Krabs weaved his way through the cave, and he widened his eyes at the sight before him. An Alaskan bullworm! <laughs> he stopped and watched the worm for a moment. He looked at the worm and took in his figure and slowly made his way over, trying not to bring too much attention to himself. Mr. Krabs couldn't uh, Mr. Krabs couldn't help but imagine what his ribbed straight up and down body would feel like inside his tight ass. Dude, the Alaskan bullworm is like literally like as tall as like a like as like the skyscrapers of downtown Bikini Bottom. The Alaskan <laughs> bullworm is like half the height of. Yeah. <laughs> like like ridiculous. Um well what's also confusing and maybe this is uh, I don't know if this is going to be addressed later in the story, but in the Alaskan bullworm episode, they go into a cave. They think they find the worm, but it's the worm's tongue. So do we think that he's looking at the worm's tongue or do we think that he's looking at the full worm? Oh, I think it would have to be the tongue. Yeah, because he went into a cave, right? That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see, I see. Well, it's slight, that's more realistic then. And realism is very important to me in things like this. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be pulled out of the situation. I want to be pulled in and out and in and out. 
in, in and out. And ar, 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 ar. Um, <laughs> I'm becoming undone, me boy. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped and watched <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Why did you fuck my cat? <laughs> he stopped and watched the worm for a moment. He looked at the worm. He tried to calm himself down, but as the wormy kept thrashing, the more he fantasized. Grr, grr, grr. Mr. Krabs heard and snapped out of his daydream. The worm was right in front of him. Mr. Krabs reached out and caressed the bullworm's face. Grr. The worm seemed to question. Mr. Krabs ignored him and continued. Do you understand me? Mr. Krabs asked. He didn't expect the worm to get it. But he was worth a try. <laughs> and the worm nodded. Can ye fuck my ass with your tail? He asked. And the worm blushed and nodded. Everybody's just taking what they can get. Imagine, who are ye to be so honored to be fucking solicited by the great and sexy Mr. Krabs? Who are ye to have the privilege of fucking sucking that what did he what was it described as earlier like shelly dick crusty shell um, dick crusty shell dick right of course how could i forget mr Krabs took his claw and wet it he would need to be all nice and lubed up for this he took his spit covered claw and put it up to his asshole and lubed himself up he gave a thumbs up to the worm and the worm let out a breath it's getting a little hot and heavy in here. <laughs> Slowly, the worm took his tail and lifted it towards his asshole. It was way too big to fit. But Mr. Krabs was willing to die for this intense pleasure. It's important to know what you would lay your life down for. Yeah. <laughs> you really got to have that like at the front of your mind at all times. Yeah. Come to terms with that early. Yeah. Grr, grr, grr. The worm asked, and Mr. Krabs just nodded. I'm glad the Alaskan bullworm also checked for consent. Soon, Mr. Krabs was being filled up by the worm. <laughs> the pain was intense, but the pleasure was even more intense. <laughs> faster! Mr. Krabs gasped out, and the worm thrusted his tail faster and harder into Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs was going insane with pleasure. <laughs> he had never felt anything like this. Fuck Wormy, he said, and let his load loose. You're so good for good old Mr. Krabs, <laughs> he sighed. Thank you for letting me last fuck be a good one, he smiled. The worm looked confused, and with that, Mr. Krabs went limp. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> he killed him. Well, it's good that he's dead. This universe is Mr. Krabs needed to die. Like, I don't think there's any... Mr. Krabs was the Thanos of, of Bikini Bottom. <laughs> God, honestly. Reality can be whatever I want it to be. <laughs> Perfectly balanced as all yeah. things should be. <laughs> yeah. So he's fucking SpongeBob's cat fucking i love how he like chose i mean like here's the thing i will say this about the mr Krabs right now i've i've lived by this adage for many years but it's if you don't die on your own terms you're a coward and mr Krabs is not a coward for he did die on his own mm. terms um you know and like you know he's just walking down the street walking past a cave you know and if you had one shot one moment one opportunity would you take it? 
or would you just let it go? <laughs> he took that. He took that opportunity. He took more than and, the opportunity. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. And he got fucked to death by the Alaskan bullworm. Why don't you scroll down just to see that first comment for me by a user named Spaggers? Mm, I can't say that out loud. <laughs> and I've said a lot of bad things today. <laughs> I, I can't read that. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. Um, wow. How would you rate Cummy Crab? What kind of a rating would you give it? What am I rating it in terms of? <laughs> Uh, yeah, multiple. You know, we we look at different aspects of a fan fiction. I mean, uh, cl- uh, closeness, alignment with the source material, um, uh, entertainment value, uh, writing quality slash polish. You know, and uh, and just creativity. You know, honest. Okay, so for like writing quality and polish, um, there's no capitalization. A lot of the punctuation is like a little fucked up. Um, like it's like like not correctly used, but it's at least there in some yeah. cases. And there's like honestly like pretty minimal spelling mistakes, like pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, it like kind of seems like there was like at least one pass over back over it. Honestly, whenever you and Jordan read these like really sexual fan fictions, I really get the vibe that this was like written up to the point until the person like nutted and then it was never looked at again and they just posted it. Yeah, because um, it's so evident that there's just like no no checking, no second read through, no rough draft, no final, no final draft. It's always just a rough draft. It's the first draft. So, um, like writing was like pretty pretty decent, um, especially like if you're comparing it to the other fan fictions, especially the other like fucking you know fucking smut fan fictions. Yeah, I think I would I would largely agree with you on that one. I think it's I think it's about average in terms of um writing quality. It's just like like you said, you know, it's got mistakes but not a lot of them. It's written kind of not super well, but it's not also written so badly that it's it'll, unreadable. We've read ones where a lot of the work of the narrator is like not tripping over the badly written sentences. And that, that's not the case here. Yeah. Like there's so many times where Jordan is reading and he like literally will like trip over it and be like, wait, what the fuck does this say? Try and read it a second, third time. And then you're looking at it like, what does he mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, cause like you're, you're both just like stumped and then like fucking you'll like figure it out or sometimes make an educated guess. Cause it's just so fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no. So this one was like a pretty, pretty easy read, you know, mm-hmm. no, uh, nothing really threw me for a loop in terms of, you know, <laughs> capitalization, punctuation, spelling, grammar. Yeah. In terms of content, I mean, um, if you look at this through the lens that like we're looking through, it's really fucking funny. Like it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. We're connoisseurs, somebody- Brandon. I don't know what you're talking about. We're here to find quality in the broad, expansive, shallow ocean of the internet. I mean more like you're not somebody reading this to get off, like jerk yeah. yourself dry. That's true. I'm <laughs> to not become trying- undone. Yeah, I'm not trying to undo myself was honestly really surprised that he went for the alaskan bullworm i thought it was going to be patrick considering it wasn't patrick and it wasn't sandy i think we can say with near 100 percent certainty mr krabs is gay as fuck was gay as fuck 
was gay as fuck because yeah, he 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 did. He did. I like that like each of the chapters was like a very reasonable length, you know? Like there was like maybe not in the Gary one an appropriate amount of like lead up to the fucking, you know? Cuz like this is smut. This is smut fan fiction, right? Yeah. So like there needs to be like a little bit of introduction to get you invested in like part of the story or set the scene, you know? And like mm-hmm. there is that. Like there's like a little bit in there, right? Um like I would say like either just enough. Yeah, probably like just enough, you know? You don't want much more than that. Like Squidward comes in, you know, they don't need to talk they don't need to talk pleasantries. Squidward can just immediately be like, Fuck me, sir. Um I would say that it's bare minimum in the sense that if you're doing something like this, like if I were to write some smut like this, it depends on what your goal is, right? If your goal is to do like a like a a circuit of bikini bottom and you're hitting all the you're hitting all the the main attractions, then you don't really have the time to invest in detailed description either of the action or of the setup, which I think is is fine for what it's done. I think if you were doing one that was more focused on a single character or like a pair of characters, then you're going to want more setup. You're going to want more action. Um, and, and we've seen that in other fan fictions before, um, other erotic uh, stories before. You know, I think the the this is an old one we did a while ago, but the Harry Potter... Uh, you know, and Draco Malfoy one that we did way back season one, I believe. Um, that's a good example of that where there's a pretty good amount of buildup and a pretty good amount of action. And, uh, but then again, it's only dealing with two characters as opposed to this, which we're hitting, you know, not including the Mr. Krabs himself. We're hitting what three, four characters, you know? So I, I, I see what you're saying. I agree. Mr. Krabs taking it around town. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's like, it, it gels pretty well with the source material. Um, besides, like, there was, like, only, like, a few kind of dialogues where I was like, eh, like, they wouldn't actually say this. Yeah. You know? Like, um, but for the most part, like, I think, like, the characters, like... Like sort of like their alignment, their how they're presented is uh, pretty consistent with the source material, you know. Um, like Squid, I mean, like SpongeBob's going to get his driving, doing his driving test. He failed his driving test, and his cat got fucked. But like, you know, he, he failed his driving test. That like lines up, you know. Um, uh, I guess Squidward got fucked with his clarinet. So, you know, like, that's like, I mean, I was just, I guess I was just trying to, in my mind, never thought I'd ever be doing this, but like making the comparison, like, what would be more close to the source material if Mr. Krabs straight up just fucked Squidward or if he fucked Squidward with his clarinet? Well, yeah. I, I think we know the answer. I think, yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good way of putting it because I think, and we talk about, we've talked about this in a number of episodes, but the the greatest failing that one of these fan fictions can have is just deviating way too much from the source material. Um, there's nothing wrong with, of course, kind of going 
going a little off the wall, getting a little silly, doing stuff that's out of character. I mean, you kind of have to do stuff like that if you want to write any kind of fan fiction, at least to some extent. But I think the problem with a lot of fan fictions, uh, especially ones that are uh, either written for erotica or they're written as jokes or they're written just because somebody wants to write something and they don't know what else to do. They don't put a lot of cachet in the value of the source material. And because of that, you end up with stories where it's like everybody's just their character, like in name only. That was not the case here. You know, I think you made a good point there of saying that, like, yeah, it was it was smut, but it did feel at least reasonably true to the characters. Whereas there's been a couple times where we've read shit and it's so far removed from like from like the actual source material that you kind of wonder why the writer didn't just fucking write their own story with their own made up characters. Like Trixie kills Tootie. <laughs> I don't know. That one I have a soft spot in my heart for that one. It is maybe maybe that it's just because of like how dark it is, but yeah, I, I I think more of an example of that would be the series of unfortunate events episode. Because oh man, I love that. One. I mean, in terms of like a good episode, go listen to it. Um, it's not a bad episode, but in terms of like how we feel about the the fan fiction itself, in terms of quality, I don't think it was a very good one because it just the characters don't feel like the characters from the book or the movie. They just are the characters with the same names. They might as well be anybody else, though. You know. Have any final words on this uh, on this fan fiction? Anything that that crept into your mind that you wanted to mention? Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> I just thought of that comment that I didn't read out loud. Fucking the comment says, um, bro, this n- <laughs> fucking died. <laughs> All right. Well, the outro here got a little borked. So I'm just going to remind everyone listening that if you enjoyed this episode, you can find more at discussking.com slash xreader, or you can just go to discussking.com and click on the xreader tab. You can also find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much any other podcast platform of your choosing. But if you go to the website, you're going to find bonus episodes and extended cuts that you cannot find anywhere else. So definitely check that out for more information and a lot more fun if you enjoyed this episode. Brandon, while you're here, what's a, what's an episode that you would recommend? If you've got some time to kill, um, the fucking series of unfortunate events episode is like one of the absolute funniest to me because fucking uh, Jordan is just completely off the rails <laughs> and and like 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 the banter between Jordan and Michael is so fucking funny and like it just gets so animated and so crazy and like it's like a great episode to listen to on a road trip i'm a little biased because i was on a road trip <laughs> I almost I almost died listening to that episode. <laughs> well, there's your recommendation, folks. And before we go, I just want to remind everybody that we do have a pretty exciting October coming up with lots of great episodes before the end of the year. So if you've been enjoying season four up to this point, you're going to want to stick around because season four is only going to get better right until we close. So definitely look out for that and be on the lookout for a special Halloween episode. It's going to be our longest episode yet, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Don't forget, comes out October 31st on Monday. See you then, guys. 
Yes, hello. I was wondering if you could play that song again. Hmm, which one, man? The one that goes... No, man, you're thinking of... Yeah, so so I was driving from the Bay Area down to Los Angeles. Um, I was just getting over like really bad food poisoning. And so I am fucking um, I'm driving down. And what had happened was is Highway 5, which is like the big highway that goes into L.A., which goes over a 3000 foot like peak. Um, that was closed, but it reopened just in time for me to like hop on over to it along with like many, many other people. And so I'm listening to the Lemony Snicket uh, series of unfortunate events episode. And I'm like driving in like the pouring rain, which for anybody out there doesn't fucking rain in California. And it especially doesn't rain in Southern California and California drivers and Southern California drivers have no fucking idea how to act <laughs> when it rains at all like it will like sprinkle and you'll see cars flipped over <laughs> like how what did you do um i never seen water fall from the sky before <laughs> gavin newsom keeps putting all our water in the clouds <laughs> yeah it's not and so Anyway, so I'm listening to the episode. I'm like over an hour and a half in. I'm like, it's like getting crazy. It's getting heated. Jordan is screaming. Um, in the episode, I'm going over this peak near bumper to bumper traffic is how densely filled the road was. And everybody's going 75 miles per hour in the pouring rain downhill. I've eaten almost nothing that day. <laughs> I ate one egg for breakfast. And as I'm going downhill and listening to the episode, I get a fucking buzz on my Apple watch. And it's like a bit, it was like a strong buzz to like alert me that there's like a, a warning. And I look down to my watch and it says warning hazard ahead 300 feet. <laughs> I'm traveling at 75 miles per hour in, in the dark in heavy traffic, in the pouring rain. So before I can look back up to the road from my watch, I collide with the hazard, <laughs> which was a humongous puddle at like the bottom of a hill. And so what happens is, is like my monkey brain just gets warning hazard ahead. Meanwhile, Jordan is screaming about like Violet getting fucked. <laughs> and... And and as I, I I I hit the puddle, my car hydroplanes um, before I can look up. So I just see hazard ahead, and then my whole fucking body and car gets rocked <laughs> <laughs> and fucking and like starts to like skid. Um, and it was fine. I was fine because um, I didn't freak out, but I almost shit my pants. 
I like legit, like my stomach did a fucking flip. <laughs> um, cause I clenched my, every fucking muscle in my body went fucking s- just stiff as a board to brace for imminent death. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were worried you were going to come undone. Yeah. Like, imagine if you got, like, if you, like, if somebody just said, like, warning, hazard in two sec in one second, and then you got hit with, like, a fucking, like, NASA-sized air cannon. <laughs> like, like, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, t- you'd think you're dying. Yeah. You'd think you're dying. You're like, I don't know what happened, but this is it. So, yeah, that was, that was the story, and, uh. I'm glad you made really it. really funny. Yeah, me too. There was another time that I actually got like really close to a car accident while listening to X Reader. I don't remember right now. I listen to a lot of X Reader in the car. 